more with Gary Levitt of Future Moments. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Quip. Better oral health made simple. Go to getquip.com slash macvoices to save $10 on a Quip smart electric toothbrush. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part two in a two-part conversation with Gary Levitt, uh, co-founder for Future Moments. In the first episode, we talked a little bit about each one of their mobile production applications and what you can do with them. This time, we get into the story behind the story. We talk about the company, their pricing model, and a whole lot more. Let's go right back and let Gary do the talking. You know, but that's not, that is a fair question at some point. You know, that's got to be something that people are concerned about. Um, are, are there any, uh, what I guess the best phrase would be, is there any online component to this, or is this all on-device uh, computing and, and modeling and processing? Yeah, it's all internal. We don't, none of our apps use the cloud or go outside of your device. Apple works really hard to maintain your privacy. <clears throat> so you might have noticed now with the latest iOS, you have to opt in to an, any, some, some apps want to track you all of the time. And you have to opt into that now. We never had any of that in our apps. We don't ask you to create an account. We have no interest in tracking you. Um, all your recordings are stored on your device. They don't go up to a cloud anywhere. We just want people to create content, music, videos. We just want to help people in their productions. So, yeah, privacy is is a big thing, and I'm gl- really glad to see Apple is kind of on top of it. Yeah, agreed. I'm, agreed. Yeah, it's it's Android is a different world, and it's very sketchy over there. But with Mac, you could see on the App Store when you look at an app, it tells you exactly what uh, their what data they're tracking from you. So you could see in our apps. The only data we're tracking is um, crashes, and we have no personal information whatsoever, but we'll see if there's a crash. This way we can address any bug fixes that are needed. This is slightly off topic, but since we're there, let's just do it. Um, How do you feel as a developer uh, working both sides of the fence, iOS and Android? Is there... Is one platform easier to develop for than the other? Do you prefer working on one platform other than the other? And don't be biased about the fact that you're on a, a, an Apple-oriented <laughs> show. No, seriously, I, you know it's 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 something that I'm always interested in because we hear so much as non-developers about mm-hmm. you know what developers think, and sometimes we never get around to asking developers what they really think. Yeah, well, this would definitely more be a question for my partner, Wim. Uh, who's in the Netherlands and he does the coding, but I could definitely answer it because I know that developing for iOS, Apple's made it so much easier than it is for Android, mainly because they have really good software and they have a uniformity with hardware. So you have an iPhone and there might be different iPhone models, but you're developing just for the iPhone. Where in Android, it's so much more tricky because there's so many different hardware devices. Um, There's so many different quality of microphones in those devices. There's so many different qualities of devices. So sometimes if someone's trying to import on Android, if someone's trying to import a, you know, 40 gigabyte video into Video Master and their device crashes, it's not the fault of our app. It's because their device can't handle uh, 
the processing of 40 gigabyte video. So that's a little tricky to work around where iPhones and Apple software, it's pretty solid and much, much easier to develop for. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And, you, and there's the latency issue as well. I mean, the, the audio latency on iPhone is barely existent where in Android, there's still a little bit of latency. Now, I did not know that. Being uh, an Apple user, I was not aware of any latency issues on Android. Yeah, it's something about the uh, operating system. There's still some millisecond latency. Hmm. Uh, uh, well, obviously, since you're mentioning it, it's got it's noticeable. It's noticeable to me. Um, might not be so noticeable to some, but you know, if you're trying to record live, it's especially music. It's it's pretty noticeable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. we're, we're using a really good audio engine in our Android version that. Um, called Superpowered, which works really well to compensate for that. And it's gotten a lot better throughout the years. So I think it'll be resolved pretty soon, but it's definitely something that we've worked hard to uh, eradicate, especially with an app like Hearboost, which is available on Android as well. It could be super annoying if you're trying to hear conversation and the lips are a little bit behind the, a little bit ahead of the audio. You know, so we worked really hard to get rid of any latency. And that's actually some of the good feedback we've gotten from Android users is that, oh, all these apps have a delay. They usually usually use the word delay, which is latency, same thing. But um, they'll say, your app is the only one that doesn't have that delay. And that makes me feel good because we've worked, we've worked really hard to find the right audio engine that could help battle that. Or just tell them to buy an iPhone. Oh, no. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I backed that. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Gary, how'd you get into this? Uh, I mean, other than wanting to eavesdrop on with people <laughs> on the subway. Um, you know, obviously, these these ideas are, are certainly not new to anybody that has an audio engineering background. But how did you get with the idea of making it into apps for something as, well, as relatively simple as an iPhone? Well, the first idea I had was mic swap. And um, I was playing in a band at the time. And we would always, I think this is like the iPhone 4 at this point. Um, we were, we, we'd always record our rehearsals with the uh, built-in voice memo app. And at the time, they had a picture of a microphone. And I remember joking, being like, oh, it'd be so cool if we could just swap microphones for different sounds. And I could record this rehearsal with a Neumann U47. Um, so that gave me the idea. And once I had the idea, I uh, knew I had to find the right developer. The de developer had to be able to do it. And the developer had to be a musician because they had to understand, they have to understand audio or else it'd be just too hard to communicate. So I took my laptop to the coffee shop for, uh, I think, about three or four days, and I just emailed every developer from the app store that had any, any kind of recording app or voice-changing app, and I probably sent 150, 200 emails, and I got back three responses, and uh, luckily, one of them was my partner, Wim Denoid, who's in the Netherlands, and he's an expert coder he's so good and he's also a musician 
So when I talk about these audio concepts, he understands them, he gets it, and he's able to translate that into Mac code. Hmm. That's great. So you really are running a virtual company kind of thing. Totally. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. We, we've, we've met in person before, but we talk every day on Skype and uh, video once a week and touch base. And yeah, the time difference is the only uh, funny thing. He's six hours ahead of me. So. Yeah, that's, that's those, those time differences are always fun to work around. Yeah. Six, yeah. Six hours you can do, you start to get seven, eight hours and it becomes a bit of a problem. I could see that. Definitely. You always catch the person at dinner time. <laughs> yeah. Or sleeping. Yeah. Or sleeping. Right. So let's talk a little bit of, if you don't mind about the pricing models and how you, how you price this or how you do this. Um, and I'll let you just jump in because I, I know at least a, several, several of them that I looked at at have listed as in-app purchases. Are these on a like a a, a amount of time basis or of uh, uh, yeah? How do I say it? I guess a day, week, month basis. How do you do it? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So we have an interesting pricing model where we have the same app. Almost all of our apps have. Uh, so, for example, there'll be Mic Swap and then Mic Swap Pro. So they're the exact same app, but the Pro version, you buy it, you own it forever, all features. Um, but with the non-pro versions of our apps, they're all subscription-based, which is great for some people, like for an app like Audio Master, maybe you just want to buy Audio Master for a month so you can master your record and be done with it. So it's a couple, couple bucks, you master your whole record, you're done, you don't, need the, you don't need it mastering anymore. So with our non-pro apps, they're all subscription-based with different in-app purchases. and um, it's also great because you can, uh, since they're free downloads, you could try them first. So we put that in the app description for all of our pro apps, being like, hey, if you don't want to throw down whatever it costs in your area, download this free subscription version, give it a try. If you like it, either get the pro version or buy a subscription for whatever time you want to use the app for. Now, you know, I have to ask, when you're talking about the pro-level subscriptions, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, the pro-level purchase price. Yeah. I mean, are we talking, you know, tens of dollars, hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars? Most of them, I think, are 20 bucks US um, oh. for the pro versions. Okay, that's quite compelling. <laughs> and, and then you own it forever. I mean, 20 right. bucks and you own it forever is pretty pretty great. I, 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 I love talking to developers about the pricing models. Everybody seems to be trying to find a way to, they have, they want to get paid. And of course they, they have to get paid and, and they should get paid. Um, but that's a really interesting way that, so with any of these, I can, I can just literally, you know, rent it for a little while, subscribe to it for a little while, play with it. And if I find that I really like it or it suits my needs, then I can either continue that or just buy it outright. Exactly. And that's what I love about um, the way we're approaching this by, by offering two, offering a non-pro and a pro version. So you have a subscription version and then a pay once own forever version. So, you know, whatever you have at the time you can make work, we can hopefully make it work for you. What kind of feedback have you gotten on, on that? Do you find people resistant to it or? I found people very, um, some, well, you know, you only hear from the loudest people. 
you know, the people that are happy, you don't often hear from them. Unfortunately, you hear more from people that complain. Um, and there's a lot of people that just don't like subscriptions. They don't want another subscription. They're against subscription apps. And that's totally fine because we also offer a pro version, same app. You could buy it, own it forever. Uh, you don't have to have a subscription. Don't worry. But a lot of times they don't see that or they don't realize it and they just see the subscription app and then they have something negative to say. And then if I can uh, respond to them, I'll say, oh, you know, we also offer the pro version of that app where you could just buy it once and own it forever. And then if I'm able to get uh, that to them, then they say, oh, okay, great. So yeah, that's kind of the one thing we hear a lot is people not liking subscription apps, but some people do. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Quip. Better oral health made simple. Go to getquip.com slash macvoices to save $10 on a Quip smart electric toothbrush. Remember the first time you got an electric toothbrush? It took a little getting used to, but it clearly was a better experience than that old plastic stick. Well, it's time to make your next big upgrade in oral health with Quip. The Quip Smart Brush connects to their app on your iPhone to track when and how well you brush. You not only get tips and coaching to improve your habits, but you also earn rewards from Quip and their partners. Or upgrade your Quip with a smart motor. Check out their mint or watermelon toothpaste with anti-cavity ingredients for strong, healthy teeth. And they have a refillable mouthwash that's good for you and the planet. It is time you join the over 5 million mouths who use Quip and save hundreds compared to other Bluetooth brushes when you get a Quip smart brush for just $45. Start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today. Go to getquip.com slash macvoices right now to save $10 on a Quip smart electric toothbrush. That's $10 off a smart electric toothbrush at getquip.com slash macvoices. Spelled G-E-T, get, quip, Q-U-I-P, dot com slash Mac voices. Quip, the good habits company. Thanks to Quip for their support of Mac voices. It introduces obviously a cash flow for you. Um, in this situation at 20 bucks, I mean, okay, if I had, if I bought all these, 20, 20, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm talking a little, a, a fair amount of money, but you know, for what they do, you know, I, I think I, my personal view is that so often we've lost sight of how much effort it takes to create these things because we're still remembering the early days of the iPhone when your apps were pretty much one trick ponies. They did one thing, mm -hmm. they may have done it really well or, or maybe not. And you bought it for a buck or two and you know, okay, that was it. And now these apps are worthy of being full fledged Mac or anybody, any other platforms, desktop apps that yep. you would run on a computer. And yet we're still in that mindset of, well, I don't want to pay for it or it's too much or, you know, $20 is a lot of money. You know, I just want to pay $2 and I want to own it as opposed to rent it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a, a struggle. That's a really, really great point you just made. And I, I hadn't thought about, about it that way, but I think you're right because it started so simply. It's like, oh, it's just an app where you, you could press one button or do something very simple. But now, yeah, with the iPhones getting so powerful that you can develop full, you could develop desktop apps on the mobile devices. And that takes a lot of work and a lot of expertise and a lot of time. So, yeah, there's, I think we'll start to see apps go up in price 
if they deserve to be a little more expensive because it does take quite a bit of work. Well, I hope so. I mean, just looking at Mike Swap, you know, it would be it would be great if if I had what are there eight or nine different mics? No, more like ten or twelve different mics in there. That okay, I can have an app that models the SM58, and I can have an app that models the Neumann. And so I've got all these apps that I've paid a little bit enough, you know, a little bit for, as opposed yeah. to just one integrated app that lets me swap between them live and adds all these other features. And then to take all of that and integrate into the other yet other apps, uh, yeah, it it's something that people need to start recognizing the value for. If you're playing with these things, then, well, don't get me started on games because when I see what people spend on games, right, it just it it hurts my brain to think that, <laughs> yeah. that they that they they come and hassle you about a twenty dollar app uh, or a subscription for a for a certain time period that does yeah. really honest to god productive stuff, right? So yeah. Some of that might just be them being addicted to the game and impulse buying. Yeah, but it's still cash out of their pocket. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and he, here we're talking about creativity and we're talking about producing something that whether, I mean, I was joking before about having some fun with some of this on Zoom, but you know, you're talking about something that yeah, you may be making a living with or it just may be representing your creativity or or whatever you're doing with it and yet you don't want to spend a couple bucks to try to make it better yeah Yeah, i mean musicians normally get it because you know as a musician to get your songs mastered for release it's expensive for 20 bucks you can't even get one song mastered let alone own an app forever where you can master every song you'll create till the end of your life so Musicians normally get it because they realize things cost money. You know, there's no free instruments and uh, to record and to get a good mixing, recording engineer and mastering engineer. That all that all costs money. Yeah. Um, to try to take this to a practical level, is there is there one of the apps that if I'm going to start playing with something, uh, and I realize we just talked about all of them, so they all sort of serve different purposes. But is there one you might suggest I start with to sort of get a feel for what they can do? Depends if you want to do audio or video. That would be my first question. If you want to do video, I would say play with MicSwap Video because it's just such a weird, cool little app where you have all the different mic emulations and you could do a lot to the audio of your video. If you uh, are just doing audio, maybe play with MicSwap Multitrack because it's you could do a lot with that as well. You can record individual tracks. You could build a whole song. Each track, you could swap microphones and get a different sound. Each track, you could add reverb or delay. You could do a lot with just creating a whole bed of harmonies, a whole song, whatever you want to do. Your imagination is the limit. <laughs> I love apps like this for that very reason, that you know, it, it, it puts the tools in your hand and they're tools that you can actually learn how to use that, you know, is there a learning curve? Of course there's a learning curve. There is to anything that's worth it. But, you know, they're not, oh, my God, I have to take a three-week course just to turn it on. So, no, we, we've worked hard to make the UI very user-friendly. I, like, if you've ever used GarageBand, which is Apple's uh, free multi-track app, it is incredibly difficult to use. There's all these icons that you don't know what they mean. It's 
it's, there's all these different screens and you have to press an icon to get to a different screen and you have to know what each icon is where we've kind of worked hard to get a really clean, simple UI so the user can navigate around the interface with no problems and just get to the creativity. Because that's what we're, you know, that's what we're really trying to nurture and foster is people sticking to the creativity and leaving the production more for us. Have you, uh, do you offer any training videos or have anything like that online? Or is that just not something you've seen that is there's a need for because of the way that you've engineered the apps um yeah we put a i i think for most people it wouldn't be necessary but in the side menu of all of our apps is a link to the tutorial which is on youtube and then on our future moments youtube channel on the bottom is all of our tutorials in a playlist great so if i'm just brand new raw to all of this I have a place to go and and learn what it can do and you know what that button does and what this button does and maybe you know which app is appropriate for for my purpose. Yeah, I wanted to have tutorials cuz I want to make sure no one's missing out on any features cuz there might be some features that aren't intuitive to some. So Gary, this is fascinating. I I'm looking forward to playing with this uh with all these apps um because I Except for the eavesdropping app. I'm, I'm not going to eavesdrop on anybody. Uh, <laughs> well, 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 maybe. Hope, hopefully your hearing is good and you don't need a, a hear boost anyway. So, Yeah, well, so far, so far, but, you know, maybe maybe that neighbor that's been annoying me. Maybe I yeah. can hear what they're doing. Get some dirt on them. <laughs> <laughs> so the website is? Future-moments.com. Great. And, of and course, if you go to any are, app store, oh. Apple or Google Play, just in the search bar, you could just type in future moments and our developer page will come up with all of our apps. Great. Uh, what's the, is there a best way to contact you? Are you, are you guys on any of the social media or is it just through the website? Yeah, we're on all the social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, at high future moments or any of our apps. They all have individual Instagrams and Twitters as well. So at MicSwap or at Audio Master app, you'll find us. Okay. Is that high H-I-G-H or H-I future moments? H-I, like high. H-I, okay. High future right. moments. Okay, good, yep. good. Gary, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for uh, for talking to us. Uh, Thanks. I've, I've, I've learned a lot. I'm looking forward to, uh, to working with these. Yeah, me too. That was a really good point you made about how the apps used to be so simple and maybe they were only worth a buck. But... Uh, you know, with the evolution of the devices and the technology. Yeah, there's some developers doing really elaborate stuff that's you you couldn't do if you were just getting paid a buck. And at the risk of generalizing, especially in, in video and audio on yes. these devices. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, look, at some point, you know, a spreadsheet's a spreadsheet, and they are very sophisticated, but you can only do so much with those. But with audio and video, there's so many subtleties. That you know, this is a place where where developers like you can really shine. Yeah, yeah, and it's getting more and more exciting as the technology gets better too. Yeah, exciting is a good word. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it is. Come come back anytime. We'd love to have you back to hear what's new and and what else is happening with future moments. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'd love to. Thanks so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Pleasure to Folks, meet you, Chuck. I'm, yeah, it's good to meet you. Good to meet you. I've, I'm. It will not be the last time. No question. Okay, about cool. It. 
Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. No kidding, if you can't hear it in my voice, I'm genuine, genuinely excited to go and play with some of these things to see what new capabilities it gives me for my audio and video projects. You should go and check it out too. And definitely, whichever payment method you want, support Gary and developers like Gary because they keep bringing us these amazing tools. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode you will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.